Oh, don't you dare touch that dial. Oh, oh boy. Uh, get your hands off. Get your hands off that dial. We just heard a song from Nail Polish that was recorded as bootleg. Yeah. Uh, not an official recording that was bootleg at their last show mm-hmm. by uh, Sarah Bootleg and Strutton. <laughs> Strutton? Uh, Strutton? Yeah. Strudel. Strudel? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Danny. I'm Joseph. And we are Accents on Purpose, a weekly radio show. That covers the music of Seattle, Pacific Northwest, and beyond. Mm-hmm. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, uh, that means you got your uh, AM band, your, your uh, radio turned to AM 1045, your dial uh, We got 88 watts of power coming at you all throughout Seattle, and uh, it's, or it's possible that you have downloaded the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's many options. Yeah, there's so many options to listen. Joseph, what, how, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you doing, Dan? Uh, not too bad. Good. Uh, I'm actually getting kind of frightened. The closer we get to... Halloween. All Hallows Eve. Yeah, see that? I'm old school. You are Samhain? Is that what you're talking about? Look, Gary keeps decorating the, <laughs> the studios and spider webs. No, those, are actually just, no, those are actually just spider webs. Oh, so we just stopped cleaning? Because we stopped cleaning. And we stopped paying for the maid service. Uh, well, we actually haven't played a commercial in a while, so we probably can't afford it. Uh, we need to do a fun drive. Yeah. Uh, but no, those are actual just regular spider webs. That skull... Not a decoration. <laughs> I'm not going to get into where that came from. I appreciate that. I don't. I want deniability. Uh, but if you wonder why my the bumper of my car is messed up, anyways, uh, Joseph. Yeah. Uh, you listening to anything lately? Yeah, there's two new albums that actually just came out today that I'd love to mention. Uh, Local Heroes. Heroes. I don't know why I said that. They're he, not sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he who's Ox's Gourds new album just came out. Yeah. Uh, Friends of the Show and Just Good People. Their band's really good. I so just picking that up. And one of my favorite bands, I've been waiting for like three years for an album from them, which is Kowloon Walled City. Please check it out. I like both these Who bands. Who the fuck is that second one? Uh, they're a band from San Francisco. And they're they're very, very good. And you get so excited that your voice cracks when you talk about them. I, my voice cracks all the time because I'm still going through puberty. So... <laughs> Have you gotten fur where there wasn't fur before? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, Joseph, now, uh, there's a few times that uh, after we've left the studio, mm-hmm. we've stumbled back to your place. Yep. Have a few brewskis or two skis. Yep. And now, I always notice that you have a stack of library books. Oh, wait. They're not library books. They're comic books from the library. Yes. Do you like comics? I love comics. Do you like independently published comics? You know, oddly enough, I do. Well, uh, luckily our guests uh, are the organizers of uh, Short Run. I did luck out on that one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kelly and Erin, uh, yes. thanks for showing up. Want to say hello? Yes, thanks. Hi, hello. Thanks for having us. Who's uh, who? I'm Kelly. I'm Erin. Yeah. Great. Okay. <laughs> People confuse us sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No. All right. I got a lot of questions. Short run is a lot of things. Uh, Let's start off with the main event that's happening this Halloween. Great, great. Why don't you explain this to our listeners? Yeah, this is our our fifth annual festival. And um, perhaps you remember back in 2011, we had a little show, a little one-day show at the Vera Project. And we had 800 people show up. And it blew our minds. We didn't think that 800 people would show. And uh, this year we're expecting about three thousand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've grown. We've grown every single year. Well, why don't you explain to our listeners exactly what short run is instead of yeah. bragging about the numbers? No, <laughs> let's go back to the numbers, actually, Danny. <laughs> very popular. Do you want so, to? Okay. Yeah. So short run's a comics and arts festival. So that means that we have a lot of alternative comics and art books and small press literature. Um, we ha- we have. A lot of handmade things, things that you wouldn't be able to buy anywhere else, things that are published in, uh, you know, lots of 50. They're short runs. They're very, um, they're hard to find. And we bring them to Seattle and we put it all together. And it really makes a lot of sense. You know, some people come for the comics, some people come for the poetry, but everybody finds something new uh, each time they come. So it's not just artists from Seattle, it's from all around? Yeah, it's definitely national artists. Uh, We've also had international artists. We will have some this year. Um, But yeah, we have people coming from all over the country. We have two special guests coming from Massachusetts. Who would those people be? Um, Yeah, that's uh, Charles Forsman. And um, he has two books out with Fanagraphics, um, The End of the Fucking World, maybe you've heard of it. (laughs) And um, Celebrated Summer. Is that it? No. Yeah. Celebrate some. And, oh, you know uh, what? that's uh, the same name as one of my favorite Who's Could Do songs. Oh, is it? Gary? Yeah. 
Such a great song. <laughs> I'm glad we Husker did that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and uh, Melissa Mendes. Uh, and they're a comics couple, and they're coming out together. Power couple? And I would say <laughs> so. They're both doing really great things. They work well together. And yeah. So they're sort of, um, they're our special guests, along with local legends, uh, Jim Woodring and animator Bruce Bickford. And um, so we always try to have uh, a few special guests, a few international guests, and the application process is open nationwide. So we have people traveling from New York, uh, Toronto, all over the place. Um, and we as comic artists do the same thing and try to hit a bunch of smaller shows across the country too. So now at the first one you had uh, 70 people tabling. The next year you had 100. This year it's 200, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually over 200. It's over 200. A little over 200. Back to the numbers. Now, <laughs> uh, so you have two over 200 people. Yes. Two and some change. Uh-huh. About how many people applied? Oh, we probably had a turn away over 100 others. Yeah. So, yeah. quick question. Mm-hmm. Has anyone offered you a bribe? Ooh. Well, is that weird to bring up? Is that weird to bring up in front of both of you? Since no. maybe only one was offered. The they, they bring instead uh, rage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we've had a few years Ooh. with some pretty uh, uh, rough losers. Yeah, uh, yeah. sore losers. Sorry. Sore losers mostly. Yeah. No bribes, but a lot of people Yet. do think, yeah. "Oh, you're a small show. I can just show up, or mm-hmm. I can just." Have email people just you. Showed up on the well, day they emailed me like six days before, yeah. like, "Hey, any table space?" No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or so, they assume that they've they've gotten in, so they'll be like, "So, uh, yeah, they'll send us a question, assuming that they're in." And we're like, "We haven't even released who has yeah. been accepted yet." So. I'm, I'm gonna have electricity at my table, right? Yeah. yeah. You're like, what? Uh, <laughs> who are you? Yeah. Um, exactly. Also, no electricity for anyone this year. <laughs> and no wall space. Um, now. Um, <laughs> So do you get, now, yeah, I mean, I don't, you don't have to name specifics or anything, but do you get applications from people who just don't get it? Like people who want to sell like back issues of Archie Comics? And... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, we kind of changed them. We adjusted the model of the comic convention and we uh, liken ourselves more to an art show, actually, an art festival. We curate everything. We look at every applicant's work. And if the links that they provide to us are not clear, we write to them, we ask for more. So uh, we're putting together a show of work that we can stand by and say, this is what we want to show you. So it's very hard when people apply who have not ever been to the festival before, assume that we're another sort of, just another comic convention, and that if they just get their application in a time, they'll get in. or that we won't look at everything. So sometimes we get people that are just kind of misinformed. They didn't really do the research. So they're submitting with Disney storyboard art. (laughs) And we're like, that's not a book. What are you going to sell? What are you doing? Have you ever heard of us before? (laughs) You know, and that's one thing. So uh, I've gone to, you know, things similar to Short Run uh, for a while and all over the place. And like, I got to be honest, it just like kind of pisses me off when someone's just selling their version of a copyrighted work like mm-hmm. like it's like it's yeah. like they like they mm-hmm. drew a bunch of people from the family guy uh-huh. but if the family guy were the adams family or you know oh, i don't know right. so like or like star wars characters if they were from the wild yeah. wild west and they, that's all they have and i was I like know. so you're a bootlegger yeah. um this is weird because i don't run that i don't understand yeah. what, what you're doing I mean, we make notes, um, we review everything, and then we get together with more people and have a little voting panel and stuff, and, and our notes to each other are always kind of funny, mm-hmm. because we're like, we, we kind of see where they're going with this, 
but we don't like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, what is this style that keeps showing up? What is happening to us? Why? Like the, the swashbuckling style is like. Yeah, a, this year we saw a lot of that. Like yeah. pirates. Like lots of pirates. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot of a lot of it. I don't Weird. Know. It's a whole like genre. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> Sometimes either. it's good. Sometimes Pirates it works out. Layers, but... so. <laughs> next, next up is the Buccaneers. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's state. Not at this festival. Because that is state sponsored piratism. Oh, oh gosh. That's uh, kind. Um, so okay. So from what my understanding, uh, you folks started the short one because you were like, wow, every city has something. Of small press, but Seattle does it. And, and yeah, I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, it's interesting too because we started in 2011, like Kelly said, and um, we one of the co-founders whose name was Martine Worthman. Um, so she actually moved to DC right after that first short run, and she's back this year for the very first time, and we're so excited oh, cool. to have her be a part of it. She's one of my favorite artists of all times, and um, I'm thrilled about it. And I. Totally forgot what your question was. Yeah, what was the question? Well, is this about you said that you know, <laughs> you, you had said that like you started this because Seattle. Oh yeah. Like that. Yes. Yeah. So, at what point did you see that it became? Because it is like an international thing now. When was mm-hmm. that like point where it's like, okay, wait, this isn't just people in Seattle that are going to come mm-hmm. for this? Yeah. When did you folks realize that? I guess after the first year, um, nothing you know works better than word of mouth. And the the first year of a new show is um, heartily embraced. Um, you, I don't even think, I mean, the first year, just the fact that you did it and pulled it off, uh, people start, hey, this new show in Seattle. Because mm-hmm. I think our like our second year, we had a guy from the UK come mm-hmm. and we didn't even real like the next year we're like we want to get some international artists out here and like the year before like we had one and we didn't even really like <laughs> yeah. know you know we were like who is this guy um did you, so. did you did you realize because uh, he was trying to get people changed in euros? <laughs> and everyone's like, no, I can't accept this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to an ATM. Yeah. But that was definitely a highlight, and it really changed the way that we thought about the festival. Um, we were getting national artists since our second year, mm-hmm. um, and even Canadian artists in, our, I believe, our first yeah. year. Um, but having somebody who came from another continent was so huge for us, mm-hmm. and we were like, we can make this happen. And so that year was wonderful. We ended up um, working working really closely with three artists from Finland, South Africa, and uh, the UK, and brought them out here, showed them a good time, maybe too good of a time, Joe Garber. Joe Garber, (laughs) Max Klopfelter, our party ambassadors. You know know what you did. Yes, you know. And then do it again. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. uh, Come short run week, Aaron and I are seen in bars for like the only week of the year that you'll see us. (laughs) And we're like, God, what are we Oh, geez, again tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go do it again tomorrow night. When you have international guests, it's just like you just want to show them the best of oh, Seattle of and just like get them out. But just to go back to your question, though, um, as comic artists, we want to be at the cool show. We want to be at the show that's not um, in financial straits <laughs> or is changing ownership and it's becoming mainstream. Everyone wants to be at the cool DIY show that 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 gets it that gets what you're doing and that was sort of our goal is like look we are you like we're the comic artists that have been that know what's good and I do like the mission goal of let's be the good one like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, sure. What if we did this well? Yeah. yeah. Right. Wasn't, wasn't uh, Google's mission statement "We'll never be evil"? Yeah. They're, yeah they're they're not evil. And now they're partnering with the CIA. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. But well, they're not evil. So today. short runs, right? Yeah. yeah. You can actually change your mission statement yeah. as often as you'd like. So. Uh, so one of the things that you said about short run, um, Kelly, is that um, it allows the creative process to be more of a conversation than the one-way street. Hmm. Can you explain that? Wow, that's pretty good. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, wait, wait, did your, wait, did, your, did your publicist write that? <laughs> you didn't even know? Uh, or do you disagree with that statement? No, I like it. I still like it. Um, so uh, what we like about the tabling model is, you know, when you rent some space at a table, it's like you are getting your own little store for the day. And so you're there and you're interacting with people and you're really putting yourself out there. You're putting yourself on the line. And you made these books by hand. Maybe, like in my case, I write really 
personal story, sometimes too much, too personal. And there they are on this table and people are walking by and maybe they look and they're not interested. <laughs> Many of them are. And they just walk by and you have to kind of steel yourself to that. But the ones that stop and flip through and, and look at your book and then look look you in the eye and then like there's this connection there and they're like, hey, I you know, I get this. And so this is where the um, you're expressing yourself making these books and the next step is the connection of the reader. And, and how cool is that? Like yeah. this is a one place where you get to meet the person who made the thing. Right. So you know to show like you're not going to go backstage afterwards. You know if you go to an, an art gallery. Order, like you know? if you go to the opening, <laughs> opening maybe you'll get to talk to the artist. But yeah. here you get to talk to every single artist. You get your chance. You get to like ask them about their process or what's interesting or you know and it's really wonderful to be able to communicate directly with the people who like your work um, as an artist it really means mm -hmm. a lot to hear what people are thinking about it and you know get some feedback and it'll help you sell more too if it's just a book on a table with no person um, it's not as engaging but if you're there hey I'm Kelly especially with that many books <laughs> oh yeah like that whole that whole day there's just like right. so many yeah, you do thousands. have to you have to put yourself out there you have to sell it a little yeah. bit and I don't mean it in an insincere way I don't mean take a class on selling yeah. I just mm -hmm. mean like be present and be mm -hmm. like this is my work and uh, yeah. you know let's let's talk about it well I mean yeah and so I mean I like I said I've gone to things like this both at short run and other places right you know, Joseph, why don't you just go to the library and get a bunch of fucking Justice League comic books? I do that too. Uh, I like comics of all shapes. And oh, but so the thing is, it's very rare that actually anyone tries to sell something. Like, I don't like being sold something. Right. Uh, because usually people go, you walk up and they're like, they might say, well, this is what it is, but they kind of wait for you to like initiate something, yeah. which is good because if I went up to a table and some guy was like, Man, you know what? Like, I can tell you and I are like similar. <laughs> you would like, you know, ten percent off, like, like anything like that. Oh, I yeah. would immediately like a car salesman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'd be so. bad. I think we're all a little bit too shy and weird yeah. for that. We it all hate is a, a real bit. battle. I can't tell you a comic artist who hasn't had the moments where they do show up to a show and they're not feeling like even standing up and they're just kind of they're feeling really shy about it and so yeah you as the consumer um you yeah. know you kind of have a hand in that like making them feel like they can look you in the eye or speak but yeah. and it's also kind of important that the artist does step out there though and say like when people come up to our table we have dozens of things on our table yeah. and no one knows what to look at and so it's kind of good to engage with people and be like you know what are you interested in like mm -hmm. do I even have it can I like can I explain something so that you like stop for a second and like pay attention to one thing yeah but it's a really hard thing to oh learn. yeah and at the show I mean as as y'all were saying it's there you're gonna see like a thousands of books so sometimes if I have someone at my table and they're moving kind of quickly and they'll pick one up, I'll be like, oh, well, that's about my white trash aunt, you know? <laughs> oh, that's about a zoo gorilla or something. And just kind of like, hopefully that'll like get a little laugh and we can kind of talk about it, but it also kind of speeds their process of what is this? That'd be great if someone was like, you know, I'm somebody's white trash. Yeah. Yeah. It's an insight. Yeah. It's the book for you. <laughs> but it's interesting because it is a lot easier for us to, I think, sell each other's work too. Yeah. Um, so when people come up to the table, we'll often be like, well, this is my, <laughs> this is the one about the white trash. And you want that. Like, come on. I know you want that. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I, I know what you're saying because uh, just a little bit ago, um, I went down to Portland for uh, their small press thing. Mm -hmm. And I went with a woman that does Rachel's comics. Mm. And it was funny because we we sh we had tables next. Wait, do you mean Rachel? I mean Rachel. Oh, I know her. Who does Rachel comics? Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because people kept coming up to the table and like, I mean, okay, I feel that you know this you know the stuff that I had had like a kind of a, a certain audience, and if I felt that like they were looking at my stuff, and I would be like, you know what she has, and like I would start selling her stuff. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Yeah. It's like. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there to make money. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I wasn't going to make money. Like, 
like more than I was spending to go to Portland. <laughs> and it's really just like I wanted to get my stuff to people who might enjoy it because like I don't feel that it's like fun to sell something and like mm. you're you're this is not for you and not being like it's too smart. It's just like it's just not for you. Yeah, and that's fine. And so uh, like yeah, I can understand like. Sometimes other people are better at selling your mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I think we, I sell more when um, we have these two uh, volunteers that have been with us since the first year, and they're real pals of ours, too. Brian and Jessica. And they're, and they're young and have this amazing enthusiasm, and they're really, really great. And when they are behind our table, oh, I yeah. just step back. I just, like, they're go amazing. around the corner, take a break. Um, so it's nice to have people that have read your work and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one more thing, and this might just be the answer. This might be luck, mm-hmm. but now I've talked to a lot of people oh. all over the country. Wow, who've gone to like different places to you know like different things like short run, and everyone says they sell the most stuff at short run. Mm-hmm. How do you get people? <laughs> because you know you can't get like okay, it's like it's easy to get like two hundred great people tabling. Mm-hmm. But how the yeah. fuck do you get the people willing to spend so much money that everyone who goes is like, today was awesome. Yeah. I sold so much stuff. Yeah. I, w- I wish that would get around a little bit more, actually. Yeah, you can say it as many times. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, you know, we go to a lot of shows, and, and a part part of it is luck. And the lucky, the lucky part is that we're in Seattle yeah. at a time when people are... In, in in love with this medium and books and there and people that read and people that want to go out and do stuff have seen short run as a cool enough event to come out to and so we have a, like a buying public here a culturally curious public that no matter where we ask them to go they're gonna they're gonna come to it so whether it's a you know a historic building in the central district or we ask them to come back to seattle center this year we hope they follow us because it is a good event it's a one-day event where you're going to get a lot of neat stuff mm-hmm. um, but other cities are i don't know either they've have too many comics events or comics are almost too available they're everywhere well, i mean but like i feel like seattle has a penchant for pen, did i say that right for embracing the weird and the art, artistic yeah um yeah. but seattle has tons of comics Conventions. Yeah. They just, they well, just suck. There's larger. They're different. Yeah. 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 It's Which other ones are there other than Seattle, like, uh, Emerald Comic-Con. City Comic Con? Yeah, but that's like yeah. that's like it's a different Justice League thing. comments as we previously. Yeah, mentioned. it's mm-hmm. mainstream and alternative have really kind of split. You should see mm-hmm. his cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> so now, when you decided to start Short Run. Did you know that it was going to be an annual event? Oh, if, God, no. Okay. We, like, we prepared for about... <laughs> if we could turn back time. Right. Um, we prepared for about six months, maybe even a little bit less. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> we were, you know, like, just we really were just making like, it up. Yeah, it's at Vera Project. It's a really supportive space, mm-hmm. and it's really not that big. And we were like, yeah, you know, we can maybe get some people here, at least our friends. Yeah. Yeah. And we knew that they're... I mean, we're building off of a, of a base that's very hearty like there's a lot of comic book artists here if they all come mm-hmm. yeah. and they tell like two people we're gonna have a great party here yeah. today yeah. and then just lucky for us everyone was interested yeah I think that um, like up until the doors opened for about an hour when you know it was kind of slow I think we were all thinking well we don't need to do this again and <laughs> that's fine yeah. um, I'm totally happy with that because then I can sleep and I don't have to like be nervous all the time and I don't have to work so hard yeah. uh, for we could really work on nothing. our own projects yeah maybe. I can make my own books that would be awesome yeah. um, but then when it got flooded we were just like that that's it. Like, we didn't even get to make that decision. It was really made for us. The adrenaline of that day, you know, was and just the high of pulling it off and feeling the support of the community. We know there's a comics community. We participated in it all throughout the year. Short Run is a sort of love fest of that, really, where everyone is, like, working hard to, to premiere something at that show and they're seeing people from out of town and everyone's just like it's a really joyous day for people that are uh slaving away in their at their work tables for most of the year um so it's a it's it's a real social event for people that are not usually that social 
So what was that conversation like of like, <laughs> we're doing it again? And like, I mean, what's yeah, like, cause I mean, God. I'm sorry, I, I've never like, you know, I mean. I don't I, think we talked about Okay, it. <laughs> so it just, it just started happening. Well, we lost yeah. two members after that first time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like people. <laughs> <laughs> were they climbing out? <laughs> were they climbing out the bathroom window? <laughs> Basically, yeah. they Let like here. Everyone was gone. It was yeah. just Kelly and I. And it's, that was that was really hard. That second year, was it was just the two of us. We didn't have a, a huge volunteer base. We didn't have, you know, a board of directors like we have now that we're a nonprofit. Like, we didn't have any of that uh, infrastructure in place. And so we were, that second year was probably the year where we were most like, I don't know if I can do that yeah, again. Yeah, tears were shri- were shredded. <laughs> tears were shredded, for sure. Yeah. For the third year, you changed the way you guys did things? Yeah, we did. Quite we added quite a bit of support. Yeah. And um, that's so it, made all I the call difference. call them crutches. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, one of the... Be nice to the guests. <laughs> <laughs> I what, have to say that every week. I just oh. uh, one of the main things that we changed was getting Janice Headley on board, and we often said that she was the baby that kept us together. It saved our, ma- <laughs> saved our marriage. Yeah. Because yeah. without her, like, we, we were so tired and so exhausted from that second year, and we couldn't, like, mm-hmm. envision a world where we could pull it off again on our own. We, um, you know, like, we dedicate dedicated everything to that baby, and it was just was, like, it was so hard. Yeah. And she came in, and she red- redid our website, and she really pushed us. She wanted an internship and to do our website. <laughs> <laughs> she does a lot of websites. <laughs> And she's including Yola Tango. She does oh, the wow, yeah. Wow. We're actually like sharing server space with them. It's <laughs> oh, pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. And um, but wait, Janice so, wait, also. So does oh. that mean you can like leak tracks and stuff? Oh, I don't no. know. We don't know. How to do <laughs> what? We don't know. Is he speaking English? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask Janice. But it's, it was a, it was a cool thing. It's a we'll cool. Ask Janice how we can leak tracks. <laughs> <laughs> of the probably biggest class. <laughs> Oh, she's just like she's she's just friends with them. Like yeah, she's just yeah. like I'm just gonna do this for you guys because oh, cool. yeah, crazy. She likes them. Yeah. But um, oh yeah, we things to forward momentum just kind of started happening. And Aaron and I that second year we're like, well, you know, fuck. Let's what else can we do? And we started. Um, growing outwards our, our ideas of what this could become and what other things we can do and put our hands in just kept growing and so we we decided uh to grow the satellite events the sh- the smaller events throughout the year that we would sponsor and we would facilitate and so that was a way that we could start building you know our our name and our reputation and be responsible for hosting people that come to seattle and don't know where to perform or read or whatever and we could do that and lots of other things yeah i mean this last year has been our biggest year one we have been a nonprofit for an entire year now um and that changed the course of like what we thought short run would be and so now we have a ladies comics residency we have a publishing branch we have uh, the Dash, which is a, a grant for self-publisher wow. to produce a book yeah. to premiere at the festival, and then they also get into you know have a mentor to help them work on the book, and then we've hooked them up with Fogland Studios, an amazing. That's uh, huge. Yeah, and it so, was a great prize that yeah. we put together, I think. And they um, get a tote bag too. Definitely get a tote bag. Yeah, the tote. (laughs) And we did, um, every Monday in August, we did what we were calling summer school at Hollow Earth Radio. And that was... Our competitors. Oh! (laughs) That was um, artists. Run AM. Run AM. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, They just got an FM tower, didn't they? Yeah. Bastards. FM's a dying... Come on, guys. Come on. Keep it nice. Seriously. Keep it simple. If you need more than 88 watts of power, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. So the classes were like artists that specialize in something, do something really well. Um, people could do a, like a sliding scale and get into these really small classes and, and artists learning from other artists. So instead of having to commit to a six-week class for $650, you can just spend a crash course night of inking techniques with Max Klotfelter or watercolor with Robin Jordan or perspective with Sarah Glidden and um, photo, our Photoshop uh, guru, Aaron. And so 
uh, and we could go throughout almost the whole commerce community and, and, and pick out more people that we could that could teach these classes. Yeah, we're super excited to, to grow that. I think we want to grow everything, unfortunately, which is like, yeah. it's great, it's wonderful, but... <laughs> you got to pick and choose, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> but, I mean, we would like, for Short Run, to be an arts organization, a more substantial arts organi- organization in the city, whereas, so that Aaron and I could actually be, like, official part-time employees. Mm-hmm. We like to dedicate our time to growing this thing, but we also have a, our hands in a lot of other things, and mm-hmm. we have to live, and we have to do mm-hmm. our own books, and so we want to, we, we see these glimmers of hope with Short Run of, you know, we can grow these classes, this education arm, and, you know, we can make these books, well, we're not going to make any money in the books. <laughs> um, you know, we can do other things. And now being a nonprofit, we are applying for larger and larger grants. Cool. So uh, if you have a grant, um, email us. Email <laughs> us. At, 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 at gmail.com. And if we don't want it, we'll send it to Jordan. <laughs> yeah. There should be more grants for AM radio. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's not. So now, what are the. Uh, if I, let's, let's say. Let's say I go to Short Run on October 31st at... Fisher Pavilion. <laughs> Seattle Center. 305 uh, Harrison Street, Seattle, Washington, 98109. 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yes, yes. Uh, which is funny because <laughs> Joseph wakes up at 6 p.m. and he goes to bed at 11 a.m. And so there's no chance that he's going to oh, see it. Oh, no. I don't know Joseph. where that joke <laughs> He works wrote nights. that before you came in. <laughs> what, what, what are the chances that if I go there, I will see a bloody pussy? Oh, you um, definitely will. Like, guaranteed. Is 300% a number? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all the, all the contributors will be there. Uh, well, why don't you explain to our listeners what bloody pussy is? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, let's leave no, it No, let's that. not. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's it. Yeah. Wrap it up, folks. All right, well, have fun trying to Google that. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, it's our X-rated feminist newspaper, comics newspaper, and this is outside of Short Run, actually. Oh, yeah, this is not um, related to Short Run in no, any way. Yeah. It just so happens that <laughs> Aaron and I and our board member, Mita Mahato, <laughs> were sitting around one oh. night... And we were like, you know, God, you know, we need to, wouldn't it be great to do just like a bunch of comics that really show off this kind of more raw side of how we can tell stories? And um, we, we were feeling sort of taken for granted in that regard that women kind of draw a certain way, men draw a certain way. And we really wanted to shake that up. And that was sort of like the first, that was sort of the idea, but then we took it a lot further and just ended up making this really um, important paper to mm-hmm. us. And it was a really great expression of what this crew we put together could do. So, uh, uh, so I work at a record store, and I don't know which contributor it was, but she came in, and she was really, really, like, overly polite. And she was like, <laughs> I have these... Comics, and I was wondering if I could put them out, and like they're not like family, like they're not for kids and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, fuck kids, like I hate kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was great. Danny, and then, kids. Yeah. Like every episode, I think. Oh, I think that was Tatiana. Okay. Yeah, she told me yeah. that what places that she hit, and okay. I was like, yeah. Uh, and they like disappeared within a day. Like yeah. they, they disappeared. Well, we yeah. can bring more. We do have some, and if you want one, you just have to send us money for postage, and we will send it to you. That's it's right. Free comic newspaper, but we also don't want to pay any more. Uh, How do they reach you? Yeah, how do they reach you? Oh yeah. Oh, oh we made a Gmail account. What <laughs> but is I can't it? remember. It's blood dot pus dot northwest N W. Oh, I think that's shit. Is yeah, there something two like periods? that? Uh, um, <laughs> it's so your doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your bloody pussy has two periods. For fuck's sake. We'll no one deserves that. We'll no send one deserves it later. Yeah, but well, yeah. I mean, I could. I mean, the people of Short Run could maybe forward that email to one of us. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, we could talk to somebody who organizes that festival, and maybe they yeah, would know, know how to get in touch yeah. with. It'll come around. We have many email addresses. But now also, 
this got some national or international notoriety just in the past couple days. Right. Yeah, we were in AV Club. That was really exciting. Mm-hmm. So did how did you mail one? To I them? mailed it. To okay. Them. Yeah. Okay. That's how well, you get it was done. it with a really nice note or you no? Just <laughs> I just mailed I'm it. beautiful stationery. Smelled no, like wait, perfume. With no note whatsoever. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> just what, what the fuck? Question, question mark. Yeah. Send. <laughs> the thing is, is I had I think. Oh, I didn't even realize that AV Club had what they call comics panel, which is their comics section. So it's I, all like Marvel and DC. A lot basically. of it is, but I there must have been something about alternative comics because I I found it and I was reading it, and then I just clicked on, you know, that author or comics panel or something yeah. like that. Anyway, I got an address and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna send it, and. Didn't expect anything, but it happened really fast. And I'm glad if anyone reads it, because you have to scroll down through like 40 pages of Wolverine or bullshit. And then at the top, there's like nothing at the top except it was like this big headline about a mainstream comic and then other reviewed bloody pussy. I I think it's it's Martian Manhunter. Yeah! It's like Martian Manhunter's changing gear. Yeah, oddly that paper also got into the Library of Congress, which oh, was like yeah. fucking crazy. Oh, does like, Lindsey Graham know? <laughs> it's not Don't, on television. Yeah. Uh, well, that was Mita's We have men's juleps every Tuesday. So. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. The cool thing about that Library of Congress thing is that um, Mita had a... Um, uh, Mita connected us somehow, <laughs> and that person was like, you know, our Pacific Northwest periodical section is kind of light. Periodical. Ah, oh, <laughs> no, so okay, for the no, next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another period. Oh, periods. Yeah. Anyway, so what about next month? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, keeps going. Like, oh my God. Jesus. Um, so all of the contributors were also able to send their own graphic oh, novels good. and books. So we mm-hmm. feel as artists that that paper has yeah. turned the key to some things for us. So that's yeah. awesome. But it is issue one of one limited edition. <laughs> we're not doing it. It's not yeah. going to be the lady version of Intruder um, comics newspaper. It was just um, our preferred medium for this Peace, mm-hmm. but we are going to do other projects as the Blood Sisters, the three editors. Mm-hmm. Um, so changing gears a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe a lot, just like Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> He's, that's his power. Uh, that's Aaron. the most I've ever made him laugh. Uh, Aaron, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about Detained because oh, this yeah. is a very, uh, I feel, fascinating uh, work. Yeah, so that's uh, my second graphic novel uh, done in 2010, and that's about immigration detention centers in the Northwest. So I got to go on tours of these facilities. There's uh, one in Seattle. It was the former INS building, um, and it's been converted into an artist space. But uh, right before that happened, I got to go with a former detainee, Manny Uch, and uh, his lawyer, and uh, the people who run the building, and we went in and did a tour and recorded audio. I worked with uh, the Seattle Globalist, who is also a short-run partner, um, and all of the, the journalists who were ahead of that organization uh, created work about that uh, story as well. So they were um, writing about both the former INS Detention Center and the Northwest Detention Center in Tacoma, which is like a current facility. Uh, so they really looped me into all the people to talk to um, and connected me with people that they were interviewing. And so we did that whole process together. It's the first time I did anything like comics journalism. Um, and I learned a lot really fast. And it was uh, really it was, it was really frightening because you're dealing with real lives and real people. Um, but uh, it was a wonderful experience. And I loved working with those guys. They're really good friends of mine. And... Uh, yeah, so then we went to the Northwest Detention Center, and that's basically like going into this crazy labyrinthine like prison uh, that has like a it, it just every every time you turn a corner you feel like you're totally lost. You don't know where you are because everything is just so sterile and white. Um, so yeah, just a very uh, weird experience to be able to go to those two facilities and sort of like compare and contrast the the things that have changed in history uh, with immigration detention. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> well, no, that sounds that sounds intense, but uh, yeah. I, I haven't read it, but now I want to. And the book itself, you should describe the format of that. Oh yeah, so it's a twenty. Friends are book. always better at selling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, books. Kelly. Ta-da! 
So it's a 26 foot long accordion book and it's two sided uh, and like spot color. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, so it's all folded up so you can read it like a regular book or you can unfold it and it's one continuous panorama. So it's basically like a cross section of the building and you're walking through all these different hallways and different rooms. And yeah, and so I had to do a lot with like figuring out the blueprints and it's not exact by any means, uh, <laughs> but it tries to take you through all the different places that the detainees will be and like they're working in the kitchen and they're doing the laundry and so you get to see all of those spaces and people interacting in them too. Uh, is this going to be for sale at Short Run? It will be for sale at Short Run. All right. Yeah. Listeners, um, get it there. Um, so, I mean, can, what was like some of, like once it came out, was what, what's some of the reaction? Because, I mean, I've seen it. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. And like the issue is just something that, I mean, immigration in the United States and right now and when mm-hmm. that came out yeah. is really dividing people in different, in different ways. Like yeah. I have family members who are very, very Republican, except mm-hmm. when it comes to like immigration, only because of like who they married and like, yeah. things like that. And mm-hmm. so... Like when it came out, like what was some of the reactions? Um, for me, I mean, I mostly got good reactions, but I wasn't putting it in a public place where there'd be like, <laughs> you know, people who were like, fuck you, you stupid bitch. You know, like, like none yeah. of that was happening. There was in no my... like Yahoo message board. Exactly. There commenters. You didn't mail one to Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. That would be was... a disaster. Yeah, right. That would mail be one to so Reddit, bad. one to 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> but Aaron um, did an opening for it at Fanographics with mm-hmm. um, the gentleman that you took the tour with and yeah. his family yeah both the people who are the main characters uh came to that event yeah. um, and i also so it's actually on permanent display in the former ins detention center in seattle called inscape so that's going to be up forever that's part of a wing luke museum exhibit it's in between uh sheets of glass and you can walk around it and read it wow. it's very cool that's yeah cool. <laughs> well, you guys just have your hands in everything in a yeah. good way <laughs> We try um, to. We try to just keep the momentum going, you know? Uh, speaking of momentum, <laughs> we need to pay some bills. Time Finally. Good God, I'm broke. Aww. All right. I'm we're going to take, we're, we're take a quick uh, commercial bake, and we'll be right back. Commercial bake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. Okay. <laughs> Value Village has thousands of new and thrifty costumes, plus costume consultants to help. Yeah. All right, so now if I go to show... Oh, welcome back. Oh. Hang on. Oh. And we're back! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Is uh, Jojo and the Elf. Um, <laughs> the Elf? So, it's not even Halloween yet. Can't move on to Christmas. Uh, well, maybe I'm going as an elf for Halloween. Oh, okay. You know what? Fair. Mm-hmm. So if I go to Short Run on October 31st, yeah, you should. is there just tabling? Because if so, I'm not going to go. This <laughs> better be. Danny hates. If oh, it's just tabling, tabling. It's, it, it's, tell me. Please tell me there's something else that's tabling. Yeah, we've got a ton of stuff this year. We have, uh, Let's most, hear about it. Okay, I will tell you. I will now tell you. So Most Ancient is coming out from California, and they're doing this virtual reality art and sound installation experience, and I can't really tack on more words. That's pretty much as far as I can go. But like the goggles, mm-hmm. the animation in front of your eyes. Wow. Um, and it's so funny because we've always been like, we're not going to have gaming. We're not that kind of festival, but this is a totally different experience. It's a very artistic expression of gaming, I guarantee. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not what you think. Um, And then we also have Fictilis coming over from Oakland, and they're going to do a few different things. So they're going to do a census. They're going to be, like, walking around and taking census from both, I think, exhibitors and... Um, and the audience, mm-hmm. and they're just gonna like. I'm not sure what kind of wacky zany questions they're gonna have, but they're yeah. but they're gonna genius. process the information at the show, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. it's that's gonna be kind of neat. And those are like these really awesome folks who used to live in Seattle who are just brilliant. They're doing like they're constantly on residencies, getting grants. They do the um, the Great Wall of Oakland, which is this amazing projection um, of video art. They uh, used to have a gallery in Pioneer Square, and mm-hmm. that's where I first met them. Yeah. And then luckily they still want to continue a relationship. I think with I us. have actually been to that gallery. Did they I have am. like a really old projector? 
Oh, in it? Maybe not. Totally Never possible. Mm. I mean, probably. Yeah. I think every gallery does. <laughs> if, if, if you're gathering you don't have one email us at accentsonpurposepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com uh, uh, we have a lot <laughs> also um, if you're the first 50 if you're one of the first 50 people you get what we're calling swag bags that's an accepted term shit we all get yeah. not actually what that stands for oh. are you worried about the reaction of the 51st person who walks mm-hmm. in and doesn't get that bag well, we are going to regulate it a little bit more because last year, like a family of four, all insisted uh, that each one of them get one. And a lo- there's a lot of re- repeating do- stuff. Come? Is that the Duggars? Duggars. Oh, That's like 19? Yeah. yeah. No. Whoa. Oh, no Duggars. Uh, they get no, one, no per yeah. one per family. One per family. I'd be on board with that. And no. they're also really not for kids. We're going to put some intruders in there. Okay. Yeah. And and, but for kids, we're going to have trick-or-treating because it's Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a bunch of people are bringing candy, buttons, stickers, mini zines. Razor um, blades instead of buttons. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's what we will be handing out at the door. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so that's going to be really cool. We also have a mask making zone, a whole kids zone where kids can do a lot of stuff. You can, you don't leave your kids all day. <laughs> or leave them permanently. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please but, don't. But you can actually, like, you know, take your kids, have them have their experience, have your adult experience, yeah. and, and you get to see There's all plenty of places. the most disease-ridden area. The yeah. Most Maybe sickly. some hand sanitizer on the table for that. Kids That's a great idea. Out. Maybe but we require them God. to put on little In masks. And, out. and a foot and, bath, maybe, and a foot too. Bath. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want a foot bath. Actually, now, now, that sounds just, great. Now you're just de-lousing the kids. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like parents' <laughs> shop. It's like but... Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we try to think of, you know, maybe the, the girlfriend or boyfriend who's kind of been dragged mm-hmm. to the show, <laughs> and we want them to allow their counterpart to shop as long as they want. <laughs> so there's a bake sale, there's a, like a chill out area, there's an animation tent, and we have this almost, we've had it every year. Mm-hmm. It's a physical tent, um, and it's curated animation by Seattle Experimental Animation Team, otherwise known as SEAT. And that's probably going to be like 12 or 15 short pieces. And then we have local animators that are tabling that also have pieces in. We have Jim Woodring's 3D slides from his new book, um, Frank in the Third Dimension. That's going to be at Shirt Run. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's going to premiere there. Yeah. 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 That is like Or advanced really, copies or something like a that. A really so. lucky thing for us. Yeah. Uh, we don't know how that happened. Just the timing aligned and... The ability to premiere yeah. Jim Woodring. Luckily, you know, book. books are pushed back, pushed back, <laughs> pushed back, just in time for us. And Bruce Bickford is going to show um, a small piece of his newest finished animated film, Castle. And um, then Cold Brew Collective is going to do um, a mashup of kind of the um, horror films. And I'm not sure what in the horror films, if it's going to be like the worst gore or if it's going to be really obscure moments but um they're gonna it's like a 20 minute piece and so that's gonna play at the end so we're gonna kick out all the kids and then rock it out with horror at the at the end and um fictilis is gonna do um a piece called writ large which is like a text poetry piece Mm -hmm. so we'll have sort of a schedule of what's going on in the tent yeah, so there's tons of stuff. That's just like the tip of the iceberg. We have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Oh, we should mention the premiere of Ghosts of Seattle Past. And that's um, that's our friend Jamie's project of cataloging memories of Seattle, of the ever-changing, rapidly Seattle. And so you go to this website, and you can put your little pin on the map of a, like a place that's now gone. Oh. And then you write your little essay or some people have done art projects about, it's all going into this like collective memory of. Sounds amazing. Yeah. It's really great. There's been great, great contributors too. Um, yeah. Just wonderful people. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited about that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I was going to put a second pin of someplace that isn't in Seattle anymore, I think I might do the SS Marie Antoinette. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I love that place. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you used to have something to do with that? <laughs> you read my resume. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was one of the co-founders. Oh, um, wow. there's, a, there's a lot of folks who were involved with that. And I lived there for a little bit. And then uh, I was living with my sister and my boyfriend and my best friend. And so I had to move out. Um, but then I <laughs> continued to be a part of it. And that was a wonderful space. We used to have all these art shows and music shows. And uh, one of my favorite things was Makin's, where we would invite people to come over for like 18 to 24 hours and just get 
fucking crazy and start drawing and drawing on each other's drawings and people are like doing sound recording and then they're <laughs> they're making an entire album just like just for that moment just for the people who are there at the time and that was a really wonderful way to feel like you're really part of a community and a lot of those artists are like doing really well and they're in museums and I have all these crazy like you know pieces that, that they put in the trash pile we had this thing the system where we would you know, draw a little bit, and then when it sucked, we put it in the trash pile, and anybody could pick it up, and then they could fix it or try to fix it. Um, and so, yeah, that was really that fun. place definitely holds a magical space in my heart because I was in uh, high school. Like mm-hmm. when I would drive down to see shows there, like drive in from like forty minutes away to see shows, and it mm-hmm. always felt really special. Yeah, even if there weren't a lot of people there, mm-hmm. and when there were, they were like it, those shows were really fun. So cool. Thanks yeah. for. For doing that, I was sad. Yeah, to say I was no. one part of that, and I didn't do the music, but I did help with that. Sorry, <laughs> no, yeah, just wanted uh, to clarify. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I moved to Seattle about ten years ten years ago, mm-hmm. and that was like the first DIY space yeah. I was going to show. So oh. I was like, oh my god, this place is great. Yeah, yeah. and like so, it, now is it true that it shut down because people were laying off fireworks and exactly. that attracted? So by that time, like everyone I knew had, okay. had moved out. Okay. So I'm not actually sure about okay. that. We'll, yeah. we'll I've heard I've heard rumors, but I don't. I couldn't say. Uh, mm-hmm. The rumor podcast comes yeah. out later. <laughs> The rumor show. So, if I can ask you one question, I'm just gonna ask you one quick question. <laughs> Only one. If, Faster. Is this gonna take a second? Uh, if you wanted to get the best value for your coffee, oh, value. Where would you go? Where's your favorite place to spend money to get coffee? Mm, yeah. If you were to make a ratio yeah. of how many dollars you're spending, and we're telling you, you have to versus yeah. how many drips. In the coffee. Danny, if you're not talking dollar for drip right now. I don't know if I could do that mathematically, but I can say that I love to go to Ada's. That's a wonderful place. The technical bookstore? The technical yeah. bookstore. We do a lot of meetings and get-togethers there, oh, and that yeah. is... Wait, there's like sometimes they have readings there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're Meeting gonna be doing. Readings. We're gonna be doing one actually. Okay. Yeah. When when are you gonna be doing it? It's with Lit Crawl, and it's October twenty second, and we're in the we're the seven to seven forty five slot of that night, and um, it's comic artists reading their work. Uh, so and showing some showing their work behind them on a screen and reading their work. Okay, I was just gonna say like, because comic artists read, read their, their work. work. Ooh, yeah. dry. so the drawing looks like this. So yeah. it's like a really thick line <laughs> on the left. That yeah. You... So you know what's funny? So me and my friends used to do this game, which I recommend doing it. I recommend everyone doing this. You get the newspaper, this, the 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 comics in the newspaper, and you pick you know. Garfield, whatever, whatever, you know, high and low is, fucking crankshaft. <laughs> and you read and describe the panels to your mm. friends oh. one at a time. Like, yeah. don't let them look at it. Oh, yeah. And just be like, okay, this first panel. And you just read it out. <laughs> Whoa. You will get the most awkward looks. Because people are like, wait, that's really a, yeah. that's really a thing? That, yeah. that wasn't the paper? That feels really depressing. Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland sounds depressing. That's what you do for fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, I'm so sorry. Joseph, have you ever lived hey. anywhere besides? Yeah, Washington? I lived in yeah, New York. Come on. Okay, okay, you know what? We're, I'm going to grab a newspaper. We're going to do this. Hold on. They made up games. I just got the newspaper. Oh, you don't know how to read a newspaper. That doesn't sound. That is really right. bad. That sounds more like Bond. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to do some Dilbert? Do you want to do non sequitur? I do like non sequitur a lot. Yeah, I think yeah. Let's do non sequitur, please. Good. I know we said gasoline alley earlier. Is this okay? I don't even know if that's like running anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The only thing about non sequitur, we need a multi-panel strip. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Crankshaft, Garfield, Foxtrot. Yeah. Just, Foxtrot. Okay. That's like a family, right? Uh, a lot of characters. A okay. Pet. Um. Here we go. Uh, this was published on August 9th, 2015. First panel is... What's the little boy's name? Like the main boy's name? In Foxtrot? Yeah. All right, it's the main boy. He's sitting at a computer. Calvin? I think it's supposed to be an Apple product because <laughs> it looks like a hybrid of an Apple oh. and a computer. Mm. And the, the computer is saying, does this screensaver make me look fat? Panel two is just a close-up of the computer that is half computer, half Apple. And it is saying, be honest, I can take it. (laughs) (laughs) Panel three is 
we've panned out. It's the little boy, the main character, looking at the computer. The computer is saying, Why? It does. I can tell by the way that you're looking at me. Third panel is... Wait, fourth? Right, fourth panel is the same, except the older, kind of like jockish brother has walked in. I think he's eating a banana. The main character, the main little boy, says... The new thin eye fruit models are making him self-conscious. And the computer says, it's not my fault. I'm big chipped. Oh, oh. God. Can we undo that moment of our lives? And that was so awful. That is worse. Wow. That's maybe the worst joke I've ever heard. <laughs> I feel like that artist hates women. <laughs> <laughs> So now let's say I go to this little short run. You <laughs> should go. Why are you threatening if we're, him with If we're so lucky patron. to have you actually Let, come, let's say I go there and it's six o'clock and all the tables are packing up. Security's kicking everyone out. What am I going to do for the rest of the night? No idea. <laughs> well, first get out fast <laughs> and go to go to dinner and then quickly get yourself to Ballard. What's going um, on in Ballard? We're having an after party, a Halloween after party, and this is your chance to dress up. You can dress up during the day if you want. You might be a little out of place. Do it at night. Yeah, it's not a cosplay situation, so you, it'll be weird. That's right. But yeah. we're going over to Hilliards, yeah. um, and it's going to be wonderful. We have we always have a photo booth, which is great, but this year it's gone to a whole nother level. We've got um, these giant paper mache monster heads that are going to be in this crazy weird yes. other world. You might background. have seen them before. They're the they're um, made by Kelly Sorbel, and if you've ever been to an art show at the Inn in maybe the past three years, you've maybe seen them like all piled up in a bathtub, like you know, <laughs> twelve of them. But he's always building new ones, and so he and his girlfriend just opened Good Neighbor Gallery at Twenty Third and Ward. They have really great art shows there. They're going to do. They're going to paint the backdrop and bring the monster heads. Very so cool. I really feel like more than anything you can add to a photo booth, people are going to have fun with these. Big heads. Yeah. And um, then, bands. And, oh, yeah, there's bands. Uh, that's a thing that people might come for. Uh, so we have Mommy Long Legs. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's hear a little track. Awesome. Two, three, four. a little track uh and wait before you talk about the other bands uh i gotta say well oh, no talk about the other bands and i'll tell the story oh, uh first of all we've really <laughs> like we've followed mommy long legs since the beginning and we really love um those women and, and their music is so good to play if you're getting ready to go out at night and you just want to get like psyched up get your energy up instead of yeah. what you really want to do which is take a nap yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Stay by well, which I mean, go to bed for twelve hours. Take yeah. a nap. I think uh, maybe "Wimps" is the song that we're thinking of. But yeah, uh, that was "Wimps" uh, with "Nap." We play a "Wimps" song like every. Episode. We do play a "Wimps" song. Um, no, Bobby Long is a great, and I'm 99% sure they're going to be our next guest. Oh, awesome. We've been, Perfect. That's we've been great. going back and forth and just yeah. work schedules, and they're yeah. on tour and stuff, but yeah. 99% sure that if you tune in next week, AM 1045, you'll hear that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know why you're staring at me. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to be Agree with tour. me. Yeah. Uh, Lily Morlock also did the poster for that show, and she's a great artist. And um, Melissa, who's also in that band, makes these beautiful photography zines. They'll be at the pity party table. And so we love to have the bands that we work with also have a, a zine connection or an art connection to the show. And that's why we this band was like perfect. Does the other band? That's yeah. Playing, yeah. So Your Heart Breaks has Clyde Peterson, and he's part of SEAT, which is the oh. Seattle Experimental Animation Team. Mm -hmm. He does amazing work. I'm, I think he's one of one of my favorite artists in yeah, Seattle. Yeah, definitely. Um, Always. That band's amazing, too. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
so fun and we our main goal every year because we're exhausted and like we think we're gonna die but then we get a band that like makes us dance mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like that second wind high yep. is incredible so we always want to have like danceable bands that are gonna make everybody dance and just forget how tired they are mm-hmm. and just like completely just rock out that the end of short run and Hilliard's closes at 11. So this is gonna be a really condensed, awesome party, but it's gonna probably go by pretty fast. It's gonna fast. be like a whippet of music. It yes. is. <laughs> so get okay. there at seven thirty. Doors open at seven thirty. We're gonna we have, have whippets at seven. Show up on the first fifty people. Yeah. Bring your own balloon, but yeah. we'll have the whippets. Yeah. And um, tasty vibes food truck will be outside. And so if you don't want to go out to a, a formal dinner or anything, you just want to head over to the venue. Um, they have great burgers. Sandwiches, vegetarian, lots of options. And then, um, yeah, bands, photo booth, beer. Um, we're going to do like a silent auction of some cool prizes. And- yeah, yeah. It wasn't just you. <laughs> silent. It's for a second. I, I was like, like oh, yeah. shit. What? What did I do? Did I bring copyright law? What did I do? Oh. Oh. Anyway, um, it's going to be a really fun night. Cool, yeah. that sounds amazing. Yeah, thanks. That's when we finally get to talk to people, yeah. you know, who are at the show, because we went around and solved problems all day and just waved everybody, but at the after party, we can actually have some fun. Um, I just want to tell a quick, quick story, Pastor. <laughs> uh, so, Mommy Long Legs, obvious pun on a Daddy Long Legs, the spider. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier in the week... I like how you were kind of checking. Like, that's right, right? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like... Am I, am I the crazy one? <laughs> uh, no, so early in the week, uh, I was watching this cat mm-hmm. play a game of cat and mouse with a Daddy Long Legs. Oh, yeah. And it was really fun because, like, you know, I was, like, running around the kitchen and all this stuff. And the cat finally, you know, not finally caught it, but, like, finally decided to take, like, a bite. <laughs> but then kind of, like, spit it out. And there was, like... The main pile, but then there was like one leg that was like if you could imagine like taking a stapler and flipping it around, like the leg just kept moving and kept moving. It was the craziest thing that I've ever seen. And like I don't understand why that was happening. Like I just like watched Uh, it happen for like a long time. Yeah. And the leg just kept going and going and going. Have you the way you the games you play and the way you spend (laughs) your time? Boggle my mind. <laughs> Have you ever ripped the tail off of a lizard? Like, that's pretty much okay, all I did. You know what? You know what? <laughs> I think I just got up. Uh, no, I have not ripped the oh, tail yeah. off or a lizard. Or you cut a head off a duck or a chicken yeah. and it keeps running around yeah. for a while. Yeah. So. I know, but it's just weird because there's just this one, like, this like the yeah. one leg was going back and forth, like, nonstop. Gosh. And I wanted to see how long it would go, but then, like, you know, you other people in the room were like, this is freaking me out. <laughs> Get rid of this. Just that's tell them to turn away. Like that problem solved. Yeah. You can watch yeah, yeah, yeah. nature happen, yeah. or put a glass on it. Yeah. Ooh, that's funny because the the next show coming up is actually about animal maiming. It is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. All right. So we got a little off topic. Let's, Kelly, you did not say where you like to get coffee. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did agree with Aaron Adis for sure, um, and I like when I go to um, Stumptown Coffee. I always get like just a pure shot or an Americano. Um, And at Victrola, I get like a short latte. So I have like my- Drink per (laughs) place, My drink per place. And money is out the window for me because I've been kind of cutting myself off from outside coffee. I've been trying to make coffee at home. I actually had a coffee from 7-Eleven the other day. That's the first time in like 12 years I did that. Um, So if I'm gonna treat myself, I'm just gonna just gonna do it but I want to really taste it if I'm spending the money I'm really gonna taste it oh and can I change my answer yes. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. so my favorite place to get coffee and definitely best bang for your buck is actually my house my boyfriend makes a latte for me every That's single true. morning oh my god yeah sometimes he twice a is day. a master Keeper. yeah I know right guys so yeah. um I he used to be a barista and he has his own machine so what, what, what are the hours of that place <laughs> 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 yeah. it's by appointment only okay. yeah emails and access on purpose podcast we'll get you on the list we're gonna get the most emails we've ever gotten Eating one. <laughs> so Joseph, where's your favorite place to get coffee? Thank you for finally asking. You know, actually, 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 uh, as Joseph said before, we're always out of time. We're out of time. Uh, the next show's coming in. It's about animal maiming, maiming, maiming. Maiming. Is Amy maiming? <laughs> yeah. Uh, about animal maiming. It's. 
The show, uh, That Didn't Hurt Me, I Ain't Lying, uh, where they talk about, I guess apparently there's a lot of animal maiming that goes on in the world, and they document it, and they mm-hmm. tell you where to direct your funds to stop it from happening. Or, wait, I thought it was I that thought it was people who were into help, it. Yeah. Yeah. help you I think you're wrong. I think you, you don't know. Yeah. Like, he never listens to yeah. me. He didn't listen to me. <laughs> you know, as soon as I leave, I turn uh, to FM. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that in the meeting. Anyways, uh, Aaron, Kelly, thank you so thank much for you. coming on. Go to Short Run. Yeah, hope to Don't see you there. Don't cover your mouth when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> go, go to Short Run. Yeah. October 31st. Hey! Hey! Uh, this has been another week back to on Purpose. Uh, I'm Danny. I'm Joseph. And keep one finger on the uh, pause button, one foot in the grave. And fuck you for listening. <laughs>